0: You are now listening to the Nubbills Fed Podcast! Cheers! With your hosts, David Palermo and Adam Beacon. Find us online at nubbillsfed.com Welcome to Numb Bills Fan Podcast, podcast number 91 to everybody who has been sticking with us, or if this is your first time, what the hell have you been doing with your life? Yeah,
1: well, we're glad to have you though.
0: Find me on Twitter, I'm Dave, your host. Find me on Twitter, at Numb Bills Fan. You can follow me on the dumbass Snapchat too, if you're into that. Not really too football related, because I have a life, but you get to see my dumb life. And uh, Instagram, everywhere you can think. Also. What, me? Yeah, you. Oh,
1: yeah. I'm your co-host, Adam Deacon. You can find me on Twitter, at numbillsadamd. Also on Instagram, under the same name. It's all my dinner and my kid, though. That's all you're going to see there. Food upon food upon food. So, yeah, if you like like pizza and six-year-olds, it's your spot. But if you like football... Let me recommend numbillsfan.com.
0: You just sound like you're going to be driving around in a van. Numbillsfan.com right. has all your numb.
1: To be fair, you do drive around in a van.
0: Yeah, my buddies to the game. Go out of town with that shit. Somebody's got to have the van.
1: Yeah. Now, I don't mind
0: being the DD. Just bring the trees. I'm good. I'm, I'm all set. More focus level. Numbillsfan.com. Don't forget Wednesday nights, as in right now, coming up after this podcast, which you won't hear this before then, but every Wednesday we do a show on Facebook. Yeah,
1: so by the time you're hearing this, right before we upload this podcast, we're going to do a live show on Facebook, which you should go like our page on Facebook.
0: Come interact with us, shoot the shit, try to troll me. Somebody told me on Facebook, uh, I decided to go live during work to talk about Percy Harvin, which we'll get into, and some guy told me, why don't you try taking a shower? And it's like, look, dude, I don't got the cool silk shirt on like you, and sorry, you know, what other Bills reporter is putting their face on camera, you know, ready for you in their Honda CRV at work, okay? So sorry I couldn't shower for you to look good for you. If you want to go out, call me, fam, okay? Yeah, let's shout out our friends. What? Billsforlife.com? The people that present our Facebook show tonight? Well, we can start there.
1: Billsforlife.com. Make sure you check them out. They are affiliated with the Red Pinto Tailgate. Check out their website for all the uh, 411 on, on game day, where to tailgate. Even if you're out of town at an away game, they always have the info on where to meet up with some wild Bills fans and get your tailgate on. So check that out. They run a Facebook group called Bill's Mafia. Over 50,000 members. Make sure you get in on that. You get pretty much every opinion from one end of the spectrum to the other there. That's why I like it so much. Because, uh, you know, doing the show, it gives me a good a good feel where the other fans are at. Because I always, I always have my take, but I want to know what your take is.
0: Look. Can't say it enough. If you need any in-depth, like, real hard numbers, questions answered about the game, X's and O's. If you're a guy who enjoys Madden and you wish you could apply some things you've seen in plays to Bill's knowledge, our good friend Eric Turner has a site called CoverOne.net. I've had people randomly message me, like, oh man, have you seen cover1.net? It's like, yeah, I know about cover1.net. How do you not know about cover1.net? P- please go check that out. If you Hell don't yeah. know that, you're out of your mind. He even has his own podcast, which is going to put us, us out of business. Yeah, I don't know
1: about that, but I mean, it's chock full of good info, and he really gets into the nitty gritty where we're kind of just like the dudes in the stands, like, go team. You know, we. We vibe on the vibe of the, the team and the fan base a lot. That's kind of our bread and butter. And Eric rolls a little bit of us in with a whole lot of football IQ and puts
0: together a really great show. Lastly, PunchDrunkSports.com. Speaking of great shows, right? Yeah, seriously. Shout out to Sam Tripoli. It was his birthday recently. And uh, also Jason T votes Ari Shafir. I said boats um all right shafir they they do a podcast called hunt trunk sports and really it's three comedians but don't look at it like three comedians just look at it like unfiltered sports talk that's really all it is there's no dumb commercials and, and ain't like if you like no, us to, you'll like them to
1: be fair these guys are funny for a living
0: right but they also argue and stuff too so it's pretty fun to listen. yeah no to. it's
1: it's a great time
0: Ari's always on his phone, allegedly, or they're calling each other off for being on their phone. Or yeah, no, I,
1: I love I love how they uh, in, it, they incorporated Ari being on his phone into the actual logo of the podcast.
0: <laughs> it's it's epic. Follow them on Twitter at Punch Run. Okay. So, look. Here we are. This isn't totally... <laughs> that was the most abrasive segue ever. <laughs> well, I'm getting this shit rolling. Look, don't be looking for this to be a total Seattle preview here. I'm going to be real with you. No, because the Bills made a a roster. A lot more Bills news has gone on. And um, if you're a fan, you've been listening to us for a while. Anytime wide receiver comes up, this is where I get to self-gloss. And if you don't like it, I don't know what to tell you. Because people are saying no one's thought about Percy Harvin in the media. No one's thought about Percy Harvin. No, dude. Not just the value that I bought the jersey and I want to get my money's worth. I even, I've been saying it, I swear to God, since, like, I don't even believe in God. I don't know why I just said that. But, like, what, since, like, March? I've been like, hey, if they don't yeah, bring it Yeah, no, you've
1: been, you've been on it since, like, at least training camp time.
0: Percy Harvin is a goddamn freak. I called he should come back or would come back. And you heard it here yeah. first, if you know it. Last and, and-
1: episode, episode 90.
0: Really? They,
1: what's Percy Harvin doing? That's what you said. And the very next day, what do, you, what do you get when you pick up your cell phone? You get, like, three missed calls and, like, two text messages from me about, oh, my God, the bill's signed Percy Harvin, and no, I'm not kidding.
0: Yeah, and when you were calling me, I was on the phone with my friend Andrew trying to buy a, a, a wetsuit at West Marine to go ride my stand-up jet ski in the cold water, and I decided not to because I didn't have feet. A little wetsuit feet. But that's what I was doing and why I ignored your call. And then my phone just blew up with Scott Campbell, 13, from numbillsfan.com, who writes our weekly preview. Look out for his article. You know, I just, he was blowing me up. Freaking Dave Larson's blowing me up. Everybody's yo, blowing even, me up. Even,
1: like, people we don't know in real life are hitting up the Twitter, like, oh, my God, Dave, your jersey. <laughs> but, yeah. jo- yo, joke's on you, and I got to rip on you, because you've we've, we've been running the bring back Percy Harvin because Dave bought his jersey thing. For like a year now, it's it's been nah, like, yo.
0: My jersey's even cooler because I'm an old school Harvin fan. So get out of here! I'm about to call every Dick store I know to get the Harvin jerseys on clearance because that shit just went up in value.
1: I'm saying though,
0: the whole Sooner time, the Bills whole time Harvin we were Harvin running, jerseys.
1: we were running Harvin jersey, Harvin jersey, Harvin jersey. I want to get more mileage out of this Harvin jersey. <laughs> like since like week six of last season, <laughs> and now he's back. And he will be wearing number 11 instead of number 18.
0: Yo, man, I got some blue tape. Allegedly, Scott has a connection with some peeps, with his dad, the soup dog. All right. He's a, he's a slayer. He's got a nameplate. He's got a nameplate connection. I
1: did. Oh, shit. But I did have a point here. All right. So, aside from the number, that's the only gripe we can possibly have with this move. Now, looking around the fan base, the Twitter, the the social media sites, there's actually fans out here who are like... What the fuck Percy Harvin why would you do that? All right. And I think uh I think that's the number one thing on the list of bad takes that we
0: need to uh, to kill now. Can we talk about can can I hand the floor real quick? I'm going to No, I got a lot to all say right, here. You, so you we're going to You you go first cuz I'm going to come in with uh, not a one-up but probably a we're going to have a dual slam dunk right here. Okay. All right. All right, so you you hammer out your thoughts right now. You know where I stand with this. You know the soliloquy I'm about to hit. So you just do your thing, and I'll probably make my point stronger.
1: All right. So why Percy Harvin? That's what everyone's asking. Because it makes a ton of sense. Is why is he expensive? No. Is it a team friendly deal? Absolutely. Is there familiarity? You already know. Like you saw what he could do last season. We've already seen this guy in this offense. Yeah, Greg Roman's gone. Yeah, Anthony Lynn is in. But the offense has stayed pretty much the same. It's just the play calling is being handled a little bit differently. From from what I can see. I mean, of course there's going to be there's going to be things that are different, but the verbiage has got to be very close one year to the next. It's not like any major pieces of this puzzle fell out. I mean, now there was a lot of people who wanted who wanted to see a trade go down, and we can get into we can get into that because there was a couple names flying around. But yo, I am so I am so satisfied with signing Percy Harvin for a million dollars and retaining all of our draft picks.
0: You already had Dudcat money too, so it's kind of like a it's a smart move. Um, what else What else you got? I know you got more.
1: I mean, yo we got a 28-year-old dude. He's, it's not like he's been through the ringer. There's been some injury concerns, but he finally took the time to rehab. He got right. Now, he had a he had a hip injury and then he had a knee surgery. So there's, there is some concern about whether or not he he's mentioned- going to slide right back in and be in playing shape and so on and so forth. And all very good concerns, but hey, are we gonna are we gonna do better sliding another Justin Hunter guy in or, you know, bringing Ed Egan onto the roster, cutting him onto the practice squad, onto the roster? Are we gonna have better luck with Ed Egan? I'll if I had to put my money on one of the two, I would put my money on Percy Harvin because I know what he's capable of, and I've seen him with our quarterback, and I've seen him make huge plays with
0: our quarterback. All right, can can I can I roll this Go. ball?
1: you you can try, I'm fired up, dog,
0: all right, so follow me so i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of go rewind a little bit because I had like a picture thing, so i'm gonna tell my little story here um a, a big reason uh, out of all seriousness, a big reason i've been I've been thinking percy harvin is I, I didn't want to believe the retirement is because the NFL has a lot of pressure, and a lot of people say, yeah, you have an off season I'm sorry, these guys are always on schedule for checkups all this bullshit and it's like not for nothing dude even said it harvin even said it he's like you know just not having pressure to recover and up until week five he was content with not playing and he put word out to his agent like let's just see who calls if anybody calls you know let's wait a little bit let's just see what happens and he said the bills called so for me It made sense not only is because of Deacon with the system, but really I referenced recently the Eric Decker injury, which Ross Tucker was talking about it. If you don't know Ross Tucker, he's got a great NFL podcast, Ross Tucker podcast. And he was talking about how Eric Decker could be out with a hip injury for he just had hip surgery all the way through next season. Well, Percy Harvin had a hip injury. And then he had a knee injury, and it's like when you really break it down. Look at these guys like Richie and Incognito. Look at these guys like Adrian Peterson, who come back and they play better than they were. You know, I I, I don't know if you should say better, but they they don't carry around those nicks and bumps and bruises. They all heal up. And like anybody who's played football in your life, I don't even care if it's neighborhood football. I don't care if you ride skateboards. I was just riding a skateboard the other day. My elbow swelled up. Like, the outside of my forearm swelled up because I fell on the ground. And when I would ride BMX, I fell all the time. It's like your body gets used to taking these hits and falling and all this shit. And that's going to be something he's going to have to get into. But that also creates nicks. You got You're training these guys to go to war. You know what I mean? So I just didn't believe that a guy who was willing to fight teammates, essentially allegedly, or get in their face, all of a sudden just lost his passion for football. Right. He was, I
1: don't know, he he earned himself the reputation of a locker room cancer for a while there, but when you talk to the Buffalo Bills, they'll tell you the exact opposite. He's more of an
0: inspiration in that locker room.
1: He's got friends here, and he said that in his interview, that he stayed in touch with with certain guys, and that he knows
0: what's been up, sort of. And Kevon Seymour was on the John Murphy show, and he even mentioned, you know, the way he the, – they, John Murphy and Donald Jones called him on it. He's like, the way he mentioned the name Percy Harvin, he just, glowed, he just glowed like, holy shit, that's Percy Harvin. Now, look, you got Percy Harvin. It makes sense because of the system. It makes sense because anybody you would trade for – you're not gonna be able to play him as much as you want. Now Percy's still gotta do his thing, football shape, whatever the hell. But make no mistake, Percy Harvin is going to be out there a lot. And I think he's going to be a lot smarter with his body. He even said so. He's like, Look, at this point, he's like, I think my head's clear and I realize I he's he's like I I realize I can't go out there like a dog and just and just get down. I gotta be smart about it. And and that's the thing with him is what's interesting about Percy Harvin is Wait a second, this guy, as Preston Brown says, can play every position on the field. He is no doubt in the last 20 years, now take these words carefully, don't freaking quote me wrong, at 15 minutes and 59 seconds in, okay, has had and has the potential at any time in the last 20 years to be the most dynamic player on the field at all times. This guy runs like a running back. This guy is thick. Did you say 20 years? Yes, he is a freak. He is a freak athlete. He's, he's, only, just he's never, only
1: 28, though.
0: I'm saying in the NFL.
1: Oh, oh, oh. I thought you meant like, okay, okay, okay. I thought you were saying like eight-year-old Percy Hart. No, this awesome. guy
0: is a freak. And if you don't think the Bills can use him, sorry. Sammy Watkins and Tyrod Taylor did not have chemistry off the bat. No, and there's and there's no Harvin did. There's no whether or not
1: like he has proven it already. In Buffalo, we've seen it.
0: In Firsthand. Buffalo. He was very promising right off the bat. This opens up everything. Percy Harvin can get the ball out of the backfield. You could put Percy Harvin anywhere. I don't care if you throw screens at Percy Harvin. Use Percy Harvin. But yep. the screen game's going to be a bit. The screen game's going to need some time to gel you need to keep repping it you need to keep getting chemistry but guess what i have full faith that tyrod taylor is going to be on this field with the whole rest of the team and this team is ready to drop the seattle seahawks right now are you kidding me i am so fired up over this percy harvin deal i think it's the smartest move the bills could have did and and honestly I ain't buying that it was Jim Overdorf's idea. I want to be a conspiracy theorist here and say even if it was Overdorf, Jo, right. good work. But yeah, I mean that's I, what
1: Doug Whaley said though that he was he was he did the shit with Jim Overdorf.
0: I, I think they had this kid on standby the whole time, and that's what I've been hammering down. I and you said it too. He's been in touch with teammates, right? And I mean, let's talk about
1: let's talk about what everyone else wanted real quick. Everyone was trying to force this trade with Alshon Jeffrey. What are we giving up to get, get a guy like that? I mean, I would have to imagine if Jamie Collins is going for a third, I know it's apples and oranges, but like we'd probably have to give at least a second. Now there was some, some guys saying, Hey, let's trade Sammy Watkins, but I'm not with that. And I don't think Doug Whaley's in any position to do so. We kind of talked about it last podcast. Doug Whaley's all in with, with Sammy Watkins, you know, He's gotta to try to make that situation work because anything you get that's not two first round picks is a big, big loss. Now, here's here's some, some things you need to I don't I think. Those me, picks
0: are gone. That, I disagree with that. Those picks are gone.
1: No, that, that's what I'm saying. Like if 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 Doug Whaley folds on on that hand that is Sammy Watkins, that's it, he's done.
0: I think that's ridiculous because then everybody is an idiot and they're ignoring that the fact that when they brought in Sammy Watkins, you could argue that the roster was pretty set. No, and but there was a year you to understand
1: it, you understand what I'm saying, right? From from yeah, un- fans are retarded. Well, no, and and first of all, that's not that's not PC. no. It's
0: fine. It is actually, but uh, it, it's fine. You look it up because it's not even used as a medical term. I'm quoting what Joe Rogan said. All right, and that well, guy does more research than me. You we're getting way off topic here. I'm just saying.
1: Anyhow, it makes some people not feel good, and I can respect that. Um, but but with Sammy Watkins, Doug Whaley put in an additional first round pick to get him. He can't take anything less than what he's already got, or else he's going to just look like he he has no idea what he's doing. So let's take a step back and let's look at let's look at the situation. Let me. I, I hear you trying to cut in with, Dude, with, no. with your no. Let me let me finish, Dave. Do not cut me off because here's what we're up against. We got Sammy Watkins. He is eligible to come back to practice a week from Friday. He is good to go the 27th against Jacksonville if he can play. His immobilizer boot is off. Everything is moving in the right direction with Sammy Watkins. And for me, the idea of getting through this Seattle game, going into the bye week, and possibly coming out of that with our starting 2015 wide receiver core of Sammy Watkins, Robert Woods, and Percy Harvin healthy on the field, I like the idea of that than trying to trying to push Sammy Watkins off to get Alshon Jeffrey on loan. Okay.
0: The only thing, because I agree with that hundred like, yo, that's that's fire. I gotta give you credit. That was good shit. Because you even forgot to mention when we you said earlier. Oh wait, Marquise Goodwin. He might be out of concussion protocol by then. Yeah, he's actually out of concussion protocol. Is he really? So he could be playing Sunday. He could be.
1: And, I mean, I see Percy Harvin as Marquise Goodwin with better routes and better hands. I mean. And better at special teams. And... (laughs) Just, I, just I, a better wanted, Marquise good. I mean, you can't even a better
0: Marquise, no You can't even no. put him in the same
1: league. There is a reason
0: I, I think Percy should, Harvin got
1: plucked out of the draft twenty second overall.
0: I, I think you. I think we should just pretend we didn't say that. I didn't. Don't even. Hey, don't let me in there. That just sounded kind of weird. What you mean is he goes fast too, and so does Percy Harvin, and it opens up a lot of goddamn opportunities. He's you get your. You he's get your everything
1: guy. we wanted Marquise Goodwin to develop into.
0: Yo, do they put Robert Woods in the slot if Robert Woods plays? That's what I want to see. Robert Woods in the goddamn slot. Let him run those routes everywhere across the field. Put Percy Harvin wherever. Put Percy Harvin in motion. Boom. And that Charles Clay guy. I'm sick of hearing people say, oh, do they forget they have Charles Clay? Well, of course they did. They also forgot to run the ball in the second half of the last two games. But guess what? You've got to look at the situations. Put your, put your stats aside and look at the situational football at hand. And that's why Charles Clay doesn't get it. Right, if you if have this little checklist that they want to ding every game, and they don't ding it. You're not really watching the feel of the game, are you?
1: Yeah. Plus, if your if your blocks are blowing up on offense, if your if your guys getting flushed out as much as he did against Miami and against the uh, Patriots last week, you gotta you gotta count on your tight end to step in on some of this on some of these blocking schemes.
0: Wait, so it's what's the tight gimmick. end do? Catch balls and they block? Well, th- that's what I'm saying. And uh, when
1: when when you got a tackle that's struggling, you're gonna see a lot less of your tight end.
0: So back to what you're saying, it's like exactly okay. Tory Smith, big contract. Alshon Jeffrey, big contract, expiring and,
1: and, contract. That's and, and, the that's the big one. And I mean, we got we got to make
0: moves next they year. They need three. They need they, they need like if you don't like this Percy Harvin move, your head is so far up your ass. You must not like the team because, for real, could you have found a better replacement for everybody that's gone down? You can't. Go look on the list. Who's there? Some Yo. people are talking about, you should bring T.O. Owen. He catches everything. I don't give a shit about Terrell Owens, man. He's always going to say he can play when he's 7. Yo, I could still hang.
1: Yo, this is a stop. thrifty, no-risk, low-risk Move by the front office.
0: This is like hitting a guy off of IR. He's back.
1: Yeah, I mean it's gonna it's gonna pay it's gonna pay dividends to not have to rely on Walt Powell. No offense, Walt. To not have to rely on Justin Hunter.
0: No offense, Justin. But can we just call it what it is? This, it's an upgrade. No, no. This Percy Harvin move that the Buffalo Bills did. This is the smartest move the Bills could have ever made at the wide receiver position. If you don't think it's the smartest move they could have ever made right here, right now, eight games left to get in the damn playoffs, I don't know why you're a fan of the team. This is really, that's why I'm saying, if it really went down like Doug Whaley said, where it's Jim Overdose drive or or, or, or idea, you're an idiot because that was genius Absolute genius to reach out to Percy Harvin or for Tyrod to reach out or whoever the hell reached out to Percy Harvin. It was awesome because game one, Tyrod Taylor had so much chemistry with Percy Harvin, so much. We weren't even scratching the surface on Sammy Watkins at that point. So put yourself back in those first few games with Percy Harvin. I was shocked that he went to IR. I was like, no way. It sounded like he just hung it up. You know, like like he was just too beat to play at the level he wanted to play with. But if you don't agree this is the smartest move the Bills could have made at receiver, I think you're out of your mind. And this is why I think that. Because if you bring a guy in, just look at Justin Hunter, for example. He has played three games. You're not going to be able to get a guy to come in, and especially off a trade, how motivated is he going to be to really cram the playbook? Who knows? Right.
1: Who really knows? Right, and I... I said this earlier before we before we started. Could take three weeks to learn it, right? Well, there's that. And, like, I just feel like it's to the point now with some of you Bills fans who aren't satisfied. It's just like you've gotten spoiled. Doug Whaley has spoiled you. I'm sorry that this time he couldn't go and trade, I don't know, Jonathan Meeks or Duke Williams or something and bring in, like, Julio Jones or Antonio Brown. I'm sorry. You can't trade – kelvin Shepard for jerry hughes every week and you can't trade kiko alonzo for the mccoy every single time i'm sorry that that's the reality of it but this dude has done a great job building this team back up and i'm just as excited to have percy harvin back now as when we signed him in the first place and if you want to dig back through our podcasts and go back to last year when i found out percy harvin was coming to buffalo You'll hear. I was pretty damn No, pumped. I was
0: damn stoked. When free agency hit, we call Yo, if, it even back in the preemie days of this thing. If like, Dave
1: buys a jersey, you know it's on point.
0: Like he we're flipping out over this, you know? Right. And and, and let's be real here. Let's be real here. Last podcast number ninety, I talked look, if you can bring in all Sean Jeffrey, you can talk him into a three year deal, four year deal. I don't know how many deal. But say you get him extended, right? And then you got Sammy Watkins, who you might plan on being out. Now all of a sudden, now all of a sudden you got Sammy Watkins, possible contract year, lighting it up next year, okay, or uh, in two years if they take his fifth year option, okay. He might want to re-sign if a guy like Percy Harvin is still here, and what I mean by re-sign is at an affordable rate. You follow me? What if Percy Harvin is the guy that kickstarts these receivers again? Because really, a lot of these quarterbacks are not that accurate. A lot of these quarterbacks do not have an offensive line in front of them. And a lot of these quarterbacks, like Ryan Fitzpatrick, had Eric Decker and Brandon Marshall, huge-ass bodies, wingspans, athletic ability to catch the ball. Percy Harvin is a playmaker. Sammy Watkins is a playmaker. Robert Woods is a solid route runner. And he is tough as nails and always willing to block and do what it takes for his team. I would not care if those three guys were our receivers for the next four years. Call me nuts. As long as they keep showing up. So, look, this could be a great move. Percy Harvin is only 28 years old. You know, yeah. like what? What if that stagger I'm talking about at receiver actually stays, stays true? You can't, you know, you can't necessarily guarantee chemistry. You could say that Torrey Smith played with Tyrod Taylor. I wasn't at their practice. It doesn't mean they had chemistry. Boy can play with Tyrod Taylor in college. He's cut off the team, and they need a receiver. He ain't here. Either it's Greg Little, either it's Hankerson. You know, there's a reason they called this guy and I am pumped, but next chapter. Do you have anything else on dog? Well,
1: not directly, no, but we had to make room for him, and that meant moving Aaron Williams onto the injured reserve.
0: I'd like to have a moment of silence for Aaron Williams. Fam, we're going to miss you. Hopefully you heal up. We'd love to see you play next year, but really, your health is number one. There's so much more to this life than football. You, of all people, are a bright kid. You know what's up. You know what's up. But don't let that passion get the best of you. I mean, Doug Wade was talking about, I'm like, he might come back? Like, they put him on IR? Like I, I don't know. They might, depending on how he heals. Yeah, I'm
1: not sure if he has designation to return
0: or not.
1: I'm right. not sure if that's, if that's season ending or not. I could probably look that up, but... I haven't.
0: But Aaron Williams' father said uh he you know they're gonna make he's gonna make the decision at the end of the season if he even plays next year. So I don't know what that says. Uh I, I don't know the details of his neck injury, if it's the same spot, if it's the same part, if it's
1: I know that I know if they do give him the designation return to return, he could he could come back for week seventeen against the
0: Jets. Okay. So my next thing of shit on the wall to throw, by the way, just on a side note, I is, thought I uh, something. Is uh, Ed Reed's coming out of retirement to play same team? Oh,
1: oh yeah, Percy Harvin's going to talk him back into pads. Is that is that the theory? I think I I think I said that while we were grilling steaks today. Did you really? I think, yeah, I, think, I was
0: thinking I couldn't wait to say that just now. I was <laughs> thinking about it all day. I was like, all right, Ed, get hey. on the track suit. Let's get warmed up, dog. Hey, my thunder. Like, really. Like, Give it back. Ed, you only got to play eight games until playoffs. But really. Yeah, no, I mean, we really could use a safety. We really need a safety. And Aaron Williams, that's a big loss at the same time. Um, we haven't had him much the last two years. It's unfortunate.
1: Yeah, he missed, what, 13 games last year?
0: He missed a lot. And... and you know, these guys like Meeks and Blanton, you know, Blanton's a guy that, that's always intrigued me, but I don't think he's been playing great. Uh, I don't know shit, though. So, Robert, I, mean, I, I know you're listening. I'm sorry if I ripped on you and it wasn't warranted. Yeah, I no, just I, I mean, we're
1: not ripping on you, I'm not cover
0: CoverOne.net. Shoot we're not, him a message.
1: We're not ripping on you. We we would love to have you on. And that goes for you, too, Meeks, Duke I, Williams. I don't care who. Come, come hang with us. But uh, I... I would have liked to have seen a trade for a safety if we were if we could work out that Percy Harvin deal and then still be looking at trades. Screw the wide receiver thing. Because I, I I heard, oh, we should have got a second wide receiver. We should have got another running back.
0: Man, Which that
1: want- brings up another question. Same 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 question from from the Miami Dolphins game. If Shady wants to play, should we let him play? This time my answer last time my answer was yes, this time my answer is no. Just let him get through the bye week. Just let him put put some ice on it. Put his leg up, stretch it out as as much as possible. Do do what Shady does to get better.
0: I think you I could, know what
1: I do to get better, but that's against the substance. I honestly,
0: I honestly think you could go uh, either way with that. Because do you want Percy or, or Percy Harvin? Um, actually, yeah that that makes sense. Do you want Percy Harvin to maybe get some balls out of the backfield? He, you know. M- John well, Murphy than, is saying he runs one of the best jet sweeps ever. The, well, I, I'm know? not going to argue with He's John Murphy. He's got a hell of a vision. Sure. I, but, think, I think they've...
1: But here's my, here's my thought on it. It's not, oh, we can incorporate Percy Harvin now. That's not what I'm thinking. What I'm thinking is after this New England Patriots game, Mike Gillisley is very, very capable. And we, we already talked about against the Patriots. The run game went away in the second half. Because as soon as halftime was over, we uh, we we we, you know out of necessity tried to put the ball in the air because we were down so many points. With, I mean, you know, we were down what twenty-one within two minutes of the second half. So,
0: yeah, it was it was it it kind of became a
1: time time is of the essence. We got to move this ball. We got to move this ball. But unfortunately they They had something that was working for them, and they they moved on it the, you know? this
0: entire game against Seattle comes down to me to the bill's offense because the defense it, it, let's let's be real here. Seattle is not offensively the same team they have been. their identity was running the ball and and oh, by the way. You guys saying, oh, franchise quarterback this franchise Yeah, Russell Wilson is damn good, but like they're struggling without a run game right now. I look, mean, look look yeah, look at the rankings you got.
1: Right, right. I mean to get to be fair, Russell Wilson is a middle of the pack passer. But he's always he's always kind he's, of had the dual a of a, the, of a dude, man. The dual the dual threat thing going on. But now he's a little banged up this year. I think he had an MCL thing. And his offensive line is not pulling their weight, and then you lose a guy who who is a workhorse in Marshawn Lynch. He retired, and they're the, feeling that the Seahawks have dropped twenty eighth in the league rushing, averaging eighty one point four yards per game. That's just not what we're used to. That's, That's not what we're used to from this team. We we're used to, you know. Russ breaking off on the edges as needed, and Marshawn Lynch just blowing up the blowing up the middle of the field.
0: Well, to give you an idea where they both stack up offensively, it's like the Bills are second and rushing with 154 yards a game. Not to get all steady. and that's with and, 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 out McCoy really
1: against the the Dolphins and not at all against the Patriots. So. We, we've slipped we've slipped includes the
0: tie rod yards but know, yeah
1: yeah definitely that tie rod is
0: which offsets the 31st ranked passing offense that the bills have I think which is not even at 200 yards whereas Seattle has 258 per game average or 14th in the league in passing but right right last in the middle chock, of the pack. they don't have a choice
1: right and I mean we're putting up a lot more points than they are they're they're 28th in rushing and 29th in in points per game, but their defense is allowing the second fewest points
0: in the entire league. Their defense is top 10 in everything. In rushing, they're seventh. Passing, they're ninth. Yards per game, they're 6th. And points allowed, they're second. Like yeah.
1: So I mean, that's <laughs> that's a that's it, it, a tall order. And I mean, right well, n- right now, our defense, who has been playing pretty well, isn't. Isn't breaking the top ten anywhere. We're thirteenth in points allowed in, in passing yards. But I mean, we're also twenty fifth against the rush, which is good going against a team that's twenty eighth in the rush. That pretty much just negates itself.
0: Well, the way I I look at this too is is um it's ma- not hard for us to take that away. Matchup wise, okay, defensively, I think we're gonna squish them. Okay, I really do. Even with Aaron Williams being out, I just think we match up against a team like this. They have a very porous offensive line right now. They're not playing good. They're not running the ball good. And You know and, who I want you to take and, on? And Russell Wilson, by the way, is hobbled. So You know who I want you to
1: take on? Who's really been like the shithead scapegoat the last couple of weeks? Where are you at with Stephon Gilmore? There's, well, me, a lot, me, there's a lot of frustration let, surrounding his uh, play. And now that Aaron Williams is out of the equation, I think we're going to, we're going to need him to be who we expect him to be.
0: Aaron, uh, look, I'm the kind of person where if you listen to this podcast, I'm kind of an eternal optimist. And I believe in the glass half full, I believe that this team is not as bad I really think that they're stuck in a shithead division with a shithead team that, oh, by the way, cheats. at the same time, they are the best team we've ever seen in probably all of sports, so there is that, and I look at it like this is my freaking luck that I root for this goddamn team. At the same time, I try not to bash on players is what I'm getting at, try not to blame but where there's smoke, there's fire. Now, finally, people, a lot of people, respected people, are saying, like Sal Capaccio, Stefan Gilmore, he thinks was the worst player on the field. You look at the, 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 the memes that are going around, like, Stefan, uh, last I checked, this Bills red zone defense was all right. And you don't even try to tackle Hogan? You don't even try to tackle Hogan? You just want to wave like a little bitch, just pouting? Like, no, nah, huh? that's not cool. That ain't cool. You like. That that shit is on film. You're you're the next play after that. He goes in for special teams against uh, the field goal, and he he pulls a Mario Williams. And I understand it's special teams, but yo, I would give my life to be on that field.
1: Well, like, most people like, most people are are drawing the same conclusion here that he's playing not to get hurt.
0: He's playing himself in the out of Buffalo, and a lot of people are thinking you should have traded this kid before. And honestly, I'm shocked they didn't. That must say a lot about their character and what they think about him.
1: I believe I actually heard he has dropped to 90th in pro football focus uh, cornerback rankings. 90th. This guy wanted top 10 money.
0: Yeah, we were talking about him being top three. Remember? Yeah. Top three corners in the league, this and that, and, and... And again, I want to get back to You
1: know what? It's probably our fault. He probably popped on Numb Fan podcast either on iTunes or at NumbillsFan.com, got listening to us talk about it, got a big head about it, he's like, Yeah, dude, I'm the shit. David David Adams Adam said so, and like why so why wouldn't I be? And now he's playing like shit and it's your fault and it's my fault.
0: You wanna know what though? He I'll could- take the blame for hey, it. He could turn it around. He could turn it around because his agent's gotta be in his ear because you know what? The agent wants to get paid, and guess what? Eight games is a long freaking time. He can turn it around. Stefan, I know you're listening, dog. I've been a big supporter of you. I think you are money. I think you are a big size uh cornerback. Uh you, you, you could use you, you need to take advantage of playing the ball a lot better, a lot more. It's almost like a McCalvin thing where you're not gonna pick it. I mean and like it's kinda like, I don't know.
1: Shit, I went to bat for him a bunch of times. If I if I had a nickel for every time I hashtag pay Gilly, I would probably be able to take well, a couple plays off myself. I,
0: I don't know if I'm off base here, but I th- I saw Eric Turner. I, I, I could be totally screwing this up. So pretend I'm not talking right now, so don't take allegedly. I saw Eric Turner at Cover 1 tweet back to somebody that, if you listen to what Meeks had to say, it sounded like they were in quarters coverage, meaning that is like... Four defensive backs just going in your little Madden zone here, and you're like little blue bubbles at the top. Okay, so Stefan Gilmore is the one who blew the coverage. That's how I look at it. He was supposed well, to sit back. There
1: was a, there was a couple things I did notice on that play, and when you when you put that in slow motion, it looks awful. It's not as bad. If Stefan Gilmore supposed to be backed
0: up, he's supposed to be there,
1: right? But the thing the thing that you'll you'll notice because. A lot of the video that's going around of it is literally just Stefan Gilmore, like fifteen yards before the end zone before the snap on that play brady Brady Bradyed us. he saw that our our secondary was still pointing around moving guys like like our our secondary was not set when that ball snapped. They no. kind of just came off sloppy and there's that there's that communications thing, and it sucks because you never want to have to take that time out, but oh my God against that team you he will he will get you if you're you're screwing up your substitutions he will get you if you your guys are out I, of position think, and uh, shifting i mean these guys were not on the, these guys were not on their
0: receivers when that ball was snapped so I, i'll tell you what against against the seattle seahawks this team is this team is is, is this is the game for Stefan Gilmore and the defense, honestly, as pathetic as it sounds. And, and yes, it is Seattle. I understand. This is the game matchup wise for this defense and this team to get some confidence going into the bye week. I don't care if you believe in confidence or not. It's a huge thing. It really is across life. But offensively, the Bills, it comes down to the Bills offensively. This is all on the Bills. The Bills need to put up points. If the Bills can put up 25 against this Seattle defense, which, oh, by the way, again, another week, another new wrinkle. We got Percy Harvin. They have, even though it hasn't looked good, if you look at his total opportunities and, and everything, um, you know, Reggie Bush is, does not look impressive in the stat sheet. But I'm sorry, Yo, the and- guy still needs to get reps, and if you look at the times he's put in the game, it, I'm sorry, I'm not giving up on Reggie Bush, He he's... This team needs to put up points any way it can, and I expect points even on the Seattle team because they're going to absolutely suffocate this offense of Seattle.
1: If Reggie can pull off that wheel route like he did every single time, I'm good with that, like, and, and you know that like three weeks ago I was like, yo, I'm good on Reggie Bush. I don't need no Reggie. Bush.
0: I don't think we have a big enough sample size on Reggie Bush to freaking just kick right. kill him. I, I mean, mean he's, he's had nine plays, I believe, yeah, all nine, year. Nine. Oh, I'm good on Reggie Bush. Well, who the fuck are you gonna find off the street, then, dude? I'm good on Reggie Bush because I checked, Even though he has like what I think like negative two yards, negative total, two yards on nine carries, he still has a touchdown. So he's and he's there. still
1: averaging, I think, like fifteen or sixteen yards per catch. He's still in, somebody in that receive. you're going to kind
0: of a little at least um, notice. Like three catches, though. You're going to at least notice him on the field, I think. Whatever.
1: Ah. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to be interested to see if we get Harvin involved in this return game it, because uh, I I understand Brandon Brandon Tate's concussion was
0: pretty severe. Right. Right. Which, by the so, way, I mean, Brandon we got Reggie Bush. Good luck to you about I mean, that. We, was we got Goodwin hit.
1: coming back. We got. Percy, you know, we got Goodwin, we got Harvin, we got Bush. I want to I wanna know who's going to be fielding these kicks. We got Walt Powell. We saw him do that a little bit in the uh, preseason. Looked all right.
0: I think it's going to be uh, Reggie Bush. All right, so we got to go do our Facebook uh, Live show, man. Don't forget, check us out. This has been podcast number 91. Thank you for the support. We might have another podcast, most likely. With an interview with the to-be-announced special guest because the game's on Monday night. So that means we got time, you got time. So expect something to hit you at least Sunday night and to get you through Monday. A little bit tighter of a game preview. We'll break it down more. But with with this Bills news, you know, we got 45 minutes of solid-ass conversation for all of us to yeah. go Facebook Live. com tonight, Facebook Live, 7 p.m. every Wednesday, brought to you by bills dot com. Don't forget, cover net best play breakdowns ever in the league, fam. Also, com at PunchDrunk on Twitter. I don't know why I keep poking the table. Because that's what you do because you're an I, I got it from Michael Sawyer, you're... and you showed me the Italian point, and even you're... though I'm Italian, I never really incorporated the point on the table, but it kind of hurts. But after a while, your finger gets callous, and it feels good to point. com. find me on Twitter, find him on Twitter, at Bills Adam D. I'm Bills fan on Twitter. I'm David J. Blinham on the Instagram. He's at Bills Adam D on the Instagram. Shoot us a holler. Say what's up. Go like our Facebook page. Subscribe. Tell your friends. Leave us some damn reviews. Yeah. Get on those iTunes reviews. That makes us look good. And to any players listening, I know you're listening. Don't take us too seriously. We love you all. Keep your heads up. Go Bills. Yet yet.